Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday. It is October 16th, 2021. That is 1016-2021. That's your date. We welcome you to the show. And as we look out the uh, windows of the studios here at Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all this stuff, it's beautiful. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, and the ground is dry. Right now, it's uh, 52 degrees out here. Perfect kind of fall weather here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 79 today, and that's uh, no wind either, really. Maybe a little breeze here and there, but it's uh, beautiful out here right now. And we hope the weather is as nice if you're listening to us outside of Sports Talk 1400 AM through the streaming and all of the other platforms that we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. And your iPhone and your Android, those uh, smartphones that you can get at your phone app store, the KSHP phone apps, so you can hear us now and hear the entire station whenever you want with all the great sports programming we have on here, Sports Talk 1400 AM. Those smartphones, your Androids, and of course your iPhones, and of course uh, your, your podcasting. Wherever you get your podcasting, we're there. Just click us on. Now, that's, of course, if all this technology continues to work. We've had our snafus lately. Uh, but uh, my understanding is where everything is just fine today. So we welcome you to the show on this kind of waiting pattern that we're in between now and, of course, the Breeders' Cup, which is 20 days away. It's less than three weeks now. I mean, three weeks from today, we will be talking about the big full day of Breeders' Cup Day 2 and talking about what happened on Day 1, the day they feature all of the two-year-olds in the Breeders' Cup. So we got 20 days, 6 hours, and 39 minutes, to be exact, before it all starts in the Breeders' Cup. And now we're kind of sitting and waiting. All those horses that are pointing towards the Breeders' Cup now getting their workouts. Medina Spirit and Gamine, uh, were among a lot of uh, Breeders' Cup uh, workers yesterday. Todd Pletcher had his workers, uh, Life is Good, and Malathot. They said Malathot galloped out of her workout real strong. And, of course, Bella Sophia worked out, uh, the New York-based uh, three-year-old filly, for her clash with Gamine. So they're all working out in their respective home bases, on their way to Del Mar, where the turf meets the surf and the championship days of racing. So we will keep an eye on that, certainly, with John Lindo and our, our guys. And, of course, John John and John, or John and Jonathan. Both John Lindo and uh, Jonathan Hardoon will be with me as I kind of uh, air traffic control a Breeders' Cup seminar that will happen at the South Point. On Friday, November 5th, right after the two-year-olds have done their job in the first day of the uh, Breeders' Cup, we'll talk about them and look ahead to the big day of racing, the second day. That'll be at 6 o'clock in the evening at the South Point on November 5th, Friday, November 5th. 
uh, unfortunately, we were notified that uh, all of you folks out there did what you were supposed to do and get your get your plans in early. So uh, none of the Breeders' Cup um, deals for the South Point and the hotel are left. That they were all taken up, booked up. Uh, but you can still come out and see us, and certainly uh, we will be on their their internet site uh, streaming uh, the uh, Breeders' Cup seminar as well. So there you have it. All right. Uh, COVID report for Vegas. Got to get that out of the way. Uh, we're, we're looking in good shape. Now, uh, we've had 255 positive in Clark County, where the Strip is, in, in Las Vegas City, and Henderson and uh, North Las Vegas and the mass of the population in the Silver State. 255 is a good number of positives overnight. The infection rate here in Clark County is 6.9%, and the entire infection rate in the entire state of Nevada is now 7.9%. So everybody's starting to do their job. We're starting to get close to that, uh, you know, um, point where we can... uh, maybe get the masks off soon because right now it's a pain in the mask but we're going to try to get the masks off soon anyhow on today's show uh real quick before i get to some of the um results from yesterday the stronach five on fridays that happens uh at the stronach tracks carry over nobody hit it yesterday twin q for today carry over nobody hit it yesterday and we'll get into that a little bit later but we got some carryovers going on. And, of course, um, last night at Remington Park, and I was t- talking about this yesterday, uh, between the all of the Breeders' Cup winning or in races, uh, the conclusion of those races, and the waiting time that we're in now while the horses are working out, getting ready to go to the Breeders' Cup, uh, a lot of individual states have their state-bred big nights. And one of them was last night, Remington Park in Oklahoma. We had the Oklahoma Classics Night, where all the Oklahoma breds in all their divisions had their big night of racing, their their Oklahoma version of the Breeders' Cup. And you'll see California will do it, and New York will do it, and Maryland, the Maryland Million stuff there. But last night was at Remington. And uh, here's the winners, in case you didn't stay up. Uh, just uh, about right, won one of the uh, starter stakes at 480. The Oklahoma Distaff was won by She's All Wolf at 620. The Classic Sprint, the Oak Classic Sprint, was won by Shannon C. 1280. The Oklahoma Turf Diff Staff was won by Run Sloopy Run at 460, so they were running pretty well there. In the Lassie for the two-year-old Phillies, Morning Twilight wins and pays $15 even. In the Juvenile, Rowdy Rascal wins and pays nine sixty. In the Distaff Sprint, the winner Sunday Flashback paying two forty as the prohibitive favorite. And then the bombs came. In the Oklahoma Classic Night Turf Classic, the winner there was Pacific Typhoon guess appropriately named for that part of the country and the payoff as well. Pacific Tycoon paid $83 even, but wasn't the biggest payoff of the night. In the last race starter stakes, Cruising Q won and paid $110 to win. And in the centerpiece of the evening, the Oklahoma Classics Cup at a mile and 16th for three-year-olds and up, the winner was Ab Saroka. Ab Saroka, the favorite in the race with Mr. Cabrera aboard, paid $4 even, outrunning number one dude and don't tell nobody. Big racing night at uh, Remington. Keenly yesterday featured the $150,000 grade three Franklin County on the turf at five and a half furlongs. By the time they got... Now, the ra- the track was muddy yesterday. Remember we were telling you that it looked like there was a front that was uh, going through uh, Kentucky? Well, it was muddy. By the time they got to the ninth race, Franklin, it was foggy and raining. But they kept it on the turf, and the winner was change of control for Colby Hernandez, paying fourteen sixty. And uh, 
That one certainly likes the turf course at Keeneland having multiple wins there. Chains of Control. Colby Hernandez, 1460 in the fog and the rain. A 62 to 1 shot ran second, Ambassador Luna. And of course, the race favorite at 6 to 5 ran third. That was uh, Campanelli. That uh, 50 cent trifecta, by the way, paid $651.05. But uh, Chains of Control wins the Franklin County. And the weather got worse as the day progressed. Um, and so there you have it. There it is. Uh, Joel Rosario had a couple of wins yesterday on the card. And um, he was the, uh, oh, oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Besija, or Besija, Besija, also had a couple of wins yesterday. He's a good rider, too. The Keeneland All-Turf Pick 3 featured the fifth race at Keeneland, where Bob's Edge won and paid fourteen eighty. The seventh race at Keeneland, where Curly Ruth won and paid nineteen sixty. And the ninth race, the feature of Change of Control, that paid fourteen sixty. So the winning numbers of 4 2 12, the $3 minimum bet, $3 bet, in the Keeneland All-Turf Pick 3 yesterday paid $22,000. there Keeneland yesterday in the all-turf pick three. And Belmont yesterday, pick six paid over $21,000, $21,306. Dylan Davis had a couple of winners, so did Jose Lascano. In fact, Lascano's second win came in the $100,000 feature, the Glen Cove at seven furlongs on the Widener turf course for three-year-old fillies. That winner... Og Lutz paid forty-one twenty, outrunning Baystorm and Keeper of the Time. Og Lutz came from way out of it to get up and win. Lascano's second winner, and we are we always tell you about uh, the handicappers and their sheets and all that. Now Jerry J come up, did not have a winner on the show yesterday as his picks, but his sheet at Belmont Park yesterday. Not only had Og Lutz as the top-rated horse on his sheet, it was also a star on his sheet and a pop-out key on his sheet, and that horse reports home and pays forty-one twenty. So you got to get their stuff. You know, sometimes they hit and miss on the show, but their their product is good. Santa Anita yesterday, what an eventful fourth race it was at Santa Anita yesterday. All right, they're loading into the gate. And number eight, Humboldt, gets fractious in the gate. Uh, And Ellingwood was taken off in a stretcher, the jockey, the gal, Ellingwood. She hurt her ankle. And we hope uh, we'll get a report maybe from John Lendo. It delayed the start. She was taken off in a stretcher in the ambulance. They said she had he hurt her ankle in the starting game mishap. Humboldt was scratched. Then they start the race. And about five jumps out of the race, number six, Gerlackers, unseats Abel Cedillo. He comes off his horse in the race. Now that horse continues to run and cause havoc in the race. The winner there was Pick Your Bid with Mario Gutierrez. Uh, Mad Catter was second in the race. That was part of the uh, twin queue yesterday. But now the horse that finished fifth in the race for the Superfecta players, Didi's Express, there was an objection, there was an, uh, uh, the, an inquiry, and then a, a final disqualification because it seems like Didi's Express, after the start came over, jamming up uh, the five and the six, causing Gerlacher's the clip heels and unseat Abel Cedillo. So that horse got disqualified. So he had a a horse scratch at the gate, a rider hurt at the gate, a rider come off his horse during the race, and a disqualification in the race. A lot of trouble in that fourth race yesterday at San Nita. Cedillo bounces back after hitting the ground in the fourth, comes back and wins the fifth race. Comes right back and wins the fifth race with uh, Tolaris with uh, a Mark Cassie trainee. Mark Cassie's got some horses out there. So Sadia won two out of the first four races and hit the ground in one of them. 
What a day for Mr. Cedillo yesterday at Santa Anita. And the Stronach 5 did not get hit, featuring the 8th at Laurel, the 8th at Gulfstream, the 9th at Laurel, the 3rd at Santa Anita, and the 4th at Santa Anita. So you have a carryover in the Stronach 5 for next Friday, $76,823.80 in the Stronach 5 carryover. They did not hit it yesterday. And finally, at Woodbine yesterday, Tommy uh, Massis gave us three picks. Two of them ran third. But the first of the three on the day, San Nicola Star reported home a winner and paid 11.40. So way to go, Tommy. So there you have it. There it is. Time to go to our first break because we got a lot to cover on this show, including our handicappers. We got Jonathan Hardoon's picks. You know he's not with us on the weekends. We got his picks. We got Tommy Massis going to join us from Woodbine. And then, of course, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. I got your twin queue with a carryover going on. And, of course, uh, your racing menu yet to go. So, golly gee whiz, don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty one quick note in horse racing a couple of uh, trainers have uh, been tagged at uh, monmouth park two horses that raced in stakes races at monmouth park in new jersey this summer have been disqualified after testing positive for uh, regulated uh, medications, according to the ruling posted by the Association of Racing Commissioners International. Jose Delgado, the trainer, is suspended for 30 days, and uh, Safi Joseph Jr. is fined for the medication violation. So there you go. All right, anyhow, here's the uh, menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. I want to remind you of the first post times we broadcast on this show each and every day, of course, reflect that, uh, the uh, start times in the uh, Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here at uh, Sports Talk 1400 AM, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. If you're listening anywhere else on our websites, on the phone apps, iPods, iPads, whatever, however, wherever, whenever. And you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone for the start times on this menu. It happens each and every day. We just remind you because I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? So uh, that's the deal. These will be the first post times to roll out in the race books here in Las Vegas, and we are in the Pacific time zone. So we will start now your menu if you're ready. Okay, here we go. We begin with Belmont Park today. Now, Belmont Park, their conditions right now, they say, track fast, turf courses are firm. So the Widener Turf Course will host races 2, 5, and 10. The Inner Turf Course 3, 6, and 8. 
The rest will be on the Monster Main there. First post on the Belmont for their uh, 10 race card today is at uh, 9.35. Their feature race is the $200,000 grade two Sands Point at a mile and one-eighth on the inner turf course for three-year-old fillies. This is the sixth race of the 10 on the card. Eight were set to go, now just seven. Scratch number two, Jordan's Leo in the Sands Point. And uh, it's, it's a wide open affair too. High, higher Truth is the two to one favor with Ivette Ortiz Jr. 10 races, Belmont, first post time, 9.35. All right, next up comes Laurel. Laurel Park has a nice pick six jackpot going, $11,714. Want to remind you, as we said, the state bred races uh, are, uh, you know, those state bred stakes race days are coming up uh, between Breeders' Cup. And one of them, of course, in fact, the, the first one ever in this category, uh, the Maryland Million. That'll happen next Saturday. Okay, next Saturday, the Mar Maryland Million at uh, Laurel. They have nine races today, and their first post time is at 940. All right. Next comes Gulfstream Park with their Tapita footing now and their main track footing with no turf. Pick six jackpot carryover, the rainbow jackpot, 34430 bucks. Ten races, first post time, 950. Woodbine, Tommy standing by. Ten races today at Woodbine. No stakes races today. There are some tomorrow. First post time is at 9.55 today at Woodbine. Okay, Woodbine's first post time is at 9.55. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 2,587 bucks. First post time at Woodbine again today, 9.55. All right, next up comes Monmouth Park or I should say Monmouth at the Meadowlands. Monmouth racing at the Meadowlands. All turf racing, but here's the deal today. There are six turf races at Monmouth at Meadowlands. They are all turf steeplechase stakes races at Monmouth today. It's steeplechase stakes race day at the Meadowlands on their turf course, Monmouth at the Meadowlands. First post time at 10 a.m. if uh, you are a steeplechase fan. All right, Keeneland is next. They've got a pick six carryover because uh, that's what did happen. They didn't hit it yesterday. The pick six carryover, $51,297. They also have uh, their all-turf pick three, which will feature the sixth, eighth, and tenth races today and a regular 10-race card with the big feature of the day, the half-million-dollar grade one Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup at a mile and one-eighth on the turf for three-year-old fillies. A field of 10 set to go. A good competitive 10, too. The three-to-one favorite there is Empress Josephine with John Velasquez. And I can tell you right now uh, at uh, Keeneland that they say it is now fair weather. The temperature is 55 degrees. The humidity is 67%. The winds are west-northwest at 15 miles an hour. And we will wait how they label the main and the turf when they start up at 10 a.m. First post time for the 10 races at Keeneland, 10 o'clock this morning, Pacific time. Delaware Park is next. Delaware Park has eight races. The $50,000 Rocky Run stakes for two-year-olds at a mile is the seventh race on the card. First post time is 10.15 at Delaware Park. Hawthorne Racecourse has nine races. Their first post time at Hawthorne is set at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Hawthorne, 1 o'clock this afternoon. They got a super high five jackpot carryover there of 4,375 bucks. First post time, one o'clock at Hawthorne. And Santa Anita kicks in also at one o'clock today. Nine races. Their feature race today is the $100,000 California Distaff at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. Phillies and mares, three year olds and up, a field of six, a compact competitive field of six too. This is, uh, you might hit the all button in this one. The 9-5 to five, uh, favorite is Warren Showtime with Juan Hernandez. But this is a very, very deep and balanced race. The California Distaff, seventh race on the card. Nine races over t all today at Santa Anita. Their pick six jackpot carryover has now climbed to $396,878. $396,878 in the pick six jackpot carryover. They also have a pick five carryover today. This is a regular pick five carryover at Santa Anita. Are you ready for this? 76,823 bucks. Regular pick five carryover today at Santa Anita. First post time is one o'clock this afternoon. 
That comes from Equibase, folks. That carry over there comes from Equibase. First post time, 1 o'clock. We'll check with John Lindo. Northern California Fairs in Fresno. Eight races. First race in Arabian Bread Stakes race. The last seven will be thoroughbreds. And a first post time at Fresno with a big super high five jackpot carryover of $219,891. Yeah, Fresno. First post time, 145 on the Northern California Racing Fairs. Delta Downs has 10 races. Their feature is the $100,000 Gold Cup. That's the ninth race. It's seven furlongs for three-year-olds and up. A field of 11. No Parole is the even money favorite in the Gold Cup at Delta Downs today. That's the ninth race. 10 overall. First post time at Delta is at 355. Charlestown is next. They've got eight races at Charlestown. Their uh, pick six jackpot carryover, $9,512. A first post time at Charlestown, 4 p.m. for their eight race card. And then we get the Remington, Rum Rum Remington, after their big night of Oklahoma Classics last night. They've got nine races tonight with a first post time of 5.05. And then we get the Los Alamitos in Southern California, Los Al. They have 10 races this evening at Los Al. The first three races will be mixed breed races. The last seven will be quarter horses, and the last five of those seven will be a quarter horse trials at 400 yards for three-year-olds. First post time in Los Al this evening is at 6 p.m., and that is your racing menu for today. There's something on that menu for everybody. I'm sure of that. All right, let's go north of the border. Tommy Mass is standing by in Canada at uh, Woodbine. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. Well, now, how's the track today? Because I, I know it, it was off. I mean, the weather was bad. Yet. Of course, that you got that tap of the footing, so it's never really off, I guess. But you did have kind of uh, gamey weather yesterday. Yeah, so we're off the turf. All races are off the turf today. Uh-huh. Also, uh, Justin Stein is off his mounts today also. What happened? I guess he, his mutter wasn't a mutter. <laughs> <laughs> Too much, uh, maybe partying last night. In any case, uh, no, no, no. I, I, he was uh, he took a day off last week. He's been he's been toughing it out. I think so. Uh, okay, maybe he got think. the. He could be getting the flu, huh? You think something like that? No, I think he got hurt. He got hurt, and uh, he took a day off last week, and now another one. So oh, okay. he's not a spring chicken anymore, and he's probably doing well to take care of himself. All right, so no turf racing today. We'll take the second race off the turf. We'll take the fifth race off the turf. We'll take the seventh race off the turf. And we'll take the tenth and final race off the turf, right? Races two, five, seven, and ten off turf, right? And I guarantee you, yes, there will be turf tomorrow. <laughs> well, we got uh, we got those stakes races tomorrow, don't we? Yeah, and then, you know, and it's almost the end of the turf season here anyway. So there's no way unless, you know, a sinkhole swallows a turf course that we won't be on the turf tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. You got two real good races. The grade two in the Arctic uh, for a quarter million dollars, three-year-olds and up at six furlongs. And, of course, the grade one E.P. Taylor Stakes, 600 grand for the Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up at a mile and a quarter. So they will stay on the turf come rain or shine, I guess, tomorrow. In any case, we got uh, racing today at Woodbine. You gave us three uh, horses yesterday. The first one won and paid $11 and change. The last uh, two you gave us finished third. So we're still ahead of you on yesterday's uh, picks. Yeah, and the announcer got me yesterday. He said, welcome back, Hatmaker Holiday, halfway down the street. I know. I saw that, and I thought to myself, well, he must have a better gauge on it than I did, but there was there were there were horses charging at him from the inside and the outside, and you're right, he got nailed. The the, the announcer thought yeah. it was home free. And not only that, you know, he was he was under a dry four wide the whole race. You know, I, just, I was I didn't think he would get home until the announcer said that. Then I go, okay, maybe he's home. And then uh, <laughs> well. he's real good. I've never seen him do that. He's been here, I don't know, four, five, six, seven years. I've never seen him call something. You know that. You yeah, know, yeah. I remember uh, the Calder guy years ago. Yeah. So one day he goes, uh, his call was, and they're not going to get him today. A horse at fifteen, and he got nailed at the wire. Well, you know, I'm not going to criticize. Well, no, no. But uh, the next time, the next time that horse ran, he had fifteen coming for home, and he, and he said, "I'm not. They're not going to get him today. I think." <laughs> <laughs> Well, in any case, uh, Mr. Geller up there at uh, Woodbine, a very, very good announcer. I like his calls, that's for sure, and he doesn't make that many mistakes. I know that. 
Yeah, no, I love him, and usually he's bang on. That's like the first time. He gets one strike anyway. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're all human. Okay. You get okay, you, you uh, get you get more than one strike, so go ahead and give it to us. Okay, uh, race six is my best bet today. Number uh, twelve, uh, Demo Gorgon uh, got a bit of a slow start last time. Rushed into a speed battle and, and fought on pretty good in a race where you know the top two finishers came from way back. Gets Lasix today. Gets a positive rider change. So best bet today, number twelve, race six, Demo Gorgon. Demo Gorgon, the 12 in the sixth race, a race for uh, maiden claiming two-year-old fillies at five and a half furlongs, the 12 in the sixth. Anything else? Yeah, race 10, number six last time. Uh, my heart was broken. Uh, what, a, what a bad beat that was. Uh, number six, Shangaza. Mm-hmm. I think Shangaza will be better on the on the synthetic going two turns, so off the turf is good for, for him. So that's my second best bet of the day, number six, Shangaza in race 10. Now, Tommy, you said the horse, you got a bad beat on this horse last time, correct? Yeah. And yet the horse comes back at 15 to 1 off of that bad beat. Is he raised, are they raising in, in price, or, or what's the deal there? I don't know. I, I, you know, other than other than the, the 10 horses coming out of tough races, you know, being probably legitimate favorite. Yeah, English Conqueror. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the trainers 0 for 33. Well, it could be. Maybe your morning line maker might have missed it a little bit there, too. Maybe it's Louis Contreras, who was four wide on Hot Maker Holiday yesterday. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, but he, You know, he fits this horse perfectly. No, I, I, I don't know with the morning lines. Who knows anymore, right? Okay. I'm just asking, because if this horse got it was in such a you know a bad beat and, and the last race was right there at the end, you would think that the morning line would be less. But we'll take 15-1, to 1, that's for sure, in the 10th race, the 6th, Tommy's play as well. So, uh, Tommy, in the sixth race, we got the 12. In the 10th race, we got the six. And your prediction, unlike the track announcer from yesterday, you're guaranteeing that the E.P. Taylor and the Nearctic stay on the turf tomorrow. Finch, one to nine. All right, you got it, my man. Thanks a lot. Enjoy up there, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, can't wait. Good luck, everyone. All right, we'll be back with your twin Q carryover races right after this. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. I heard you out there. You did the you did the bomb <laughs> All right. Here's uh, the Twin Q. Uh, featured yesterday, it featured the fourth and eighth races at Santa Anita. Now, the fourth race at Santa Anita was that race with all the trouble in it. Uh, the winner paid eight twenty, and the second horse paid thirteen forty. And then the eighth race at Santa Anita, the winner paid seven sixty, and the second place horse paid uh, four eighty. And although that may seem like a twin queue that somebody would have connected together, it didn't happen. So you got a twin queue carryover. Nobody had nobody had it yesterday. So the twin queue carryover for today that you can play only at the station casino race books. The carryover is six thousand three hundred and forty dollars. Six thousand three hundred and forty dollars. It features the eighth and ninth races at Santa Anita. Again, back at Santa Anita. Both these races are for two-year-olds. The eighth race is uh, a maiden claiming race at six furlongs for two-year-old fillies. Ten go to the post, a wide-open affair. I mean, the morning line is seven to two. And the next favorites, three of them, are lined up at four to one. So this is uh, this is a tricky read here. The eighth at Santa Anita. 
And the ninth race at San Anita is for two-year-old filly, straight maidens, going a mile on the turf. So you have 10 in the eighth race. you got 14 uh, in the ninth race before any scratches. The eighth and ninth races, a sprint on the main, a two-turner on the turf, both for two-year-old fillies. One a claiming maiden race. The other one is a straight maiden race. That's your puzzle for today. But your puzzle has a carryover of 6340 bucks for today at uh, at the Station Casinos. That's your twin cue for today. All right, Richie Yang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, um, that was kind of unusual not to have the twin cue hit yesterday with those prices, huh? Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, you know, I played the horses off my sheet. Uh, I, I had the second leg pretty good, but the first leg I, I had the winner but missed the number three horse. So I had 75% of it, but they don't pay anything for that. Yeah, by the way, the uh, twin cue, the eighth race uh, post time is scheduled at 440 this afternoon, 440 for that there. I failed to say that. There, so okay, yeah, well, uh, I'll be behind you. I'll be behind you in line. I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> okay, you got it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut it that close, though. I'll be playing a little bit, a little bit earlier than that. That's for sure. All right, Richie, you're doing two sheets uh, these days until Keeneland, uh, their little boutique fall meet, uh, concludes, and so you have your full Keeneland sheet for today and a full Santa Anita sheet for today. Now, before I get to the picks, I just want to, uh, you know, ask you uh, real quick about. Um, the uh, QE2. Well, I, I tell you what, that's where I was going to use my first uh, play was uh, in the QE2. It's, it's a terrific field. And uh, I, I think I zeroed in on a, a horse I think I'm going to play and uh, I'll give out to the listeners. It's the number three, Shantasara. Uh, she is uh, seven to two in the morning line. Uh, Flavion Pratt is having unbelievable success. Uh, all the time, but uh, especially with Chad Brown. And Chad Brown has multiple horses in here, but this horse comes off a nice win at uh, Belmont Park and now tries the turf at Keeneland. But uh, that'll be my first radio play. 25 win plays, two for the ROI, number three. Shantasara, race A to Keeneland. All right, the eighth race, the QE2 Challenge Cup. uh, And you got uh, Mr. Pratt uh, going out to Keeneland and grabbing the big cash. And in that race, number three, Shantasara. Tessera is your pick, number three in the eighth race at Keeneland, 25-win place in the QE Cup, the $2 ROI, two to win on the three in the eighth. Now we get to Santa Anita. Yeah, uh, uh, Ralph, I listened to the archive of the show yesterday. I appreciate you uh, deputizing for me. You, you you pick horses better than I do off my own sheet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that a win. Yeah, that, that that wasn't too hard to get there, Richie. Uh, you know, that was your top pick and your best bet and all that other good stuff, that's for sure. Got bet down a little, yep. uh, but at 9 to 5 in the morning line, it was a key horse when you're talking about the race over race, uh, you know, the pick sixes, the pick five, the pick uh, and the uh, pick five there. So it was, a, it was a singleton for most people. Yep, and uh, the other horse ran a really strong second. And, yeah. Uh, the the horse that beat him to six was actually my long shot in the race, so I beat myself. Yeah. But, uh, well, no, if they get your was... sheet, they'll figure it out. You know, they they get the value going. They, they might have went went for the value of your uh, selections and hit it anyhow. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's go to Santa Anita for my second play. Uh, we'll go right to the opener, Ralph. Uh, the heavy favorite's going to be the number two Feathers, who's eight to five in the morning line uh, for Peter Miller. But the thing is, uh, came out of the Delmar Oaks another. Philly came out of the Del Mar Oaks, and that's number four, Ivy League. And uh, this horse is four to one in the morning line. I, I think they're very even. And if I can get four to one versus eight to five, I'm going to go for the four, Ivy League, in the first race route. Let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number four, Ivy League, in race one at San Diego. And Kyle Frey aboard number four, Ivy League, in the first race. Rich Ang's play, the 25 win and place uh, stipend. We give him in the $2 ROI, two to win on the four. In the first at San Anita, first race post time is 1 o'clock. And just getting back real quick to that uh, Keeneland selection, your long shot paid thirty six sixty, and your key horse ran second. Now, you know, if the people take the Jerry J philosophy in uh, doing a reverse with the key horse uh, with that, they got a very nice handsome payoff in that exacta by getting beat with the selection. So there you are. Anyhow, Rich, uh, thanks a lot. Your Santa Anita sheet and Keeneland sheet available again. At the RacedayLasVegas.com website, just go to RacedayLasVegas.com and hit Richie's icon. You'll be all set. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Hey, thanks, Jeff. Good luck, everybody. All right, you got it, my man. Now, before we go to our break and get to uh, John and Jerry to wrap up the show, I want to give you Jonathan Hardoon's plays for you today. And since our last conversation was on Santa Anita, figuring you got that Santa Anita sheet out, so we'll go Santa Anita's Jonathan pick first. At Santa Anita today, Jonathan Hardoon in the fifth race likes number nine, ultimate high. Number nine, ultimate high in the fifth race is Jonathan Hardoon's play for the race day listeners at Santa Anita, fifth race number nine. Then we'll go to Keeneland. At Keeneland, Jonathan has his selection for the race day listeners in the ninth race. In the ninth race at Keeneland, Jonathan likes number four, Winter Pool. Number four, Winter Pool is Jonathan's play. Ninth race at Keeneland, number four. And then going to Belmont Park. At Belmont Park, Jonathan has a selection in the featured Sands Point stakes. In the Sands Point, he likes number six, Plum Ali. Number six, Plum Ali. In the sixth race, the six at Belmont is Jonathan's play. Now, I can, I'm going to forewarn you here. That uh, that six horse Plum Ali in the Sands Point is either a best bet or a top play or a feature play by every one of the handicappers that we have. So the eight to one on the morning line is probably a little bit ambitious, but boy, everybody likes that six horse Plum Ali in the uh, Sands Point today, the feature race, the sixth race at Belmont. Now don't forget, you can get Jonathan's plays for Santa Anita, for Keeneland, and for Belmont all at his website, Ardoon. Okay. We'll be back to wrap it up with John and Jerry. You know the deal. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Alrighty, let's wrap it up with our closing act, John and Jerry. We first go to John, John Lindo. Good morning. Hey, Ralph, how you doing? Doing fine. Beautiful day in our neighborhood. A nice fall day, you know, it's just gorgeous out there. We're going to have a good time, yeah. too. It got warm out of Santa Anita yesterday, but it'd be real nice today. You know, I noticed a lot of the horses were kind of uh, a lot of sweating, and I thought, well, you know, one or two horses that sweat, that's a big deal because they're nervous. But it looked like it, it, you could tell by the post parades, et cetera, it was a little hot yesterday. And, boy, what an, what an eventful fourth race it was yesterday. Oh, yeah, kind of a crazy race. You know, the, I haven't gotten any updates on Emily Ellingwood yet uh, she was injured in the starting gate when the eight-horse Humboldt got fractious, and they took her off in a stretcher. But from what I understand, you know, she didn't want to go to have to the hospital to have it checked out, but they wanted to get her X-rayed in case. So uh, I'm assuming it's not too bad. It's an ankle, right? They they thought it was yeah. an ankle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyhow. And then Sadio uh, gets bounced off his horse in the fourth and comes back and wins the fifth. <laughs> they're tough guys out there. Tough group. I tell you, all right. Uh, you have uh, you're doing double duty when uh, Keeneland's running, and so you have a Lindo report for all of Keeneland today and all of Santa Anita today. Those Lindo reports with the selections, a, sele- uh, a suggested late pick for both tracks, and all the goodies on the bottom for information available right now at the South Point Racebook, exclusively here at the South Point. I'm going to ask you about the uh, QE2, and then a pick at Keeneland, and then one at Santa Anita. Okay, real quick, uh, muddy and yielding at Keeneland today. Oh, really? First two, yes, first two races today, races three and six are off the turf. 
the sixth race is the first race of the $3 all-turf pick three. They will run the, the pick, pick three sequence, but race six, the first leg is off the grass. They're going to run the pick three. Is going to be a, a, a muddy and two turf races? That's correct. All right. So we got uh, so they're all, all off the turf or just the third and the sixth? Just races three and six at this time, Ralph. Okay, you got it, because the 10th race uh, scheduled for the turf, because they, they guess they're going to think it's going to dry out, because uh, it says uh, on my uh, website, it says fair, and the temperature around right 55 degrees. It's going to be 67% humidity, though. Wow. Well, it's beautiful out there right now. The yeah. problem was, you know, All it actually poured yeah, during that, uh, the, the Buffalo Trace the feature <laughs> yesterday. It was oh, a monsoon. Man. I'll tell you what. I give that announcer a high five. He got through that thing, but it was fog, rain, and everything else you could possibly have. Big uh, big win by the uh, by the winner though, so that uh, that was okay, and everybody got around there safe. Today QE2 Challenge Cup, always a popular race at uh, Keeneland, uh, half million dollars a Grade One. Richie likes uh, the uh, the uh, the chances of uh, Flavian Pratt's horse, that uh, filly that won at Belmont in her last race. This for three-year-old fillies on the turf. How do you see it? Well, I think the interesting filly is number four, Empress Josephine, who ran against older fillies last week in the First Lady at Keeneland going a mile. Yes. She was only beaten a length, and now they put blinkers on her and wheel her right back for trainer Aidan O'Brien. You know, you look at her races back in, in Europe, and uh, a miler overseas should get a mile and an eighth, no problem. You have to think that uh, she's a Group 1 winner on heavy going in Ireland, so a, a, a bog-like turf course wouldn't bother her one bit. And, you know, an interesting long shot, maybe number seven, Lady uh, Spite Spear uh, from uh, Woodbine. She's the speed of the race, and she did one on a good turf at Woodbine. You get out there on the front end, and you're going slow over a deep turf course. Maybe she can carry quite a bit under Emma Jane Wilson. But uh, to me, the horse to beat, Empress Josephine. And i got to tell you, I bet Empress Josephine last week in my gimmicks, the trifectas and the superfectas in that race. And, and she ran a very good race at a nice price, too. I remember that. All right. So uh, we'll get your official selection at Keeneland, then move on to San Anita. At Keeneland, let's go to the 10th and final. The, the play is for the turf, and number six, Signify, has gotten much, much better since moving to sprinting on the turf. She mm-hmm. comes off a nice win at Ellis Park, going five and a half furlongs. She's won on turf listed as good. Mm-hmm. I don't think she needs any certain type of turf course to run well. There's some speed to set her up. I think she gets a nice stocking trip. So Signify, which is number six in the program, five to one, race number 10 at Keeneland. Tenth race at Keeneland, number six, is John Lindo's play, the six in the tenth race, $2 ROI, two to win on the six in the tenth. Now we get to Santa Anita. And let's, uh, you, you had mentioned a carryover of $76,000 route. That is not for Santa Anita. That's the carryover from the Stronic oh, Five right. that will go to next Friday. That's the Stronic Five. They did not uh, indicate it right. I kind of thought to myself, wait, wait a minute. Uh, the first pick five paid $580. The last pick five paid 398 but, uh, you know, uh, I went with, with uh, the Equibase. And, and Equibase, i got to tell you, folks, a lot of times <clears throat> puts up mis- misinformation. That's why I said Equibase. But you're right. That is uh, this uh, <laughs> Stronach 5 for next Friday, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so that, right. that's where that money will, will be. <clears throat> okay. Okay, go to the first race. I'm going to take on Richie Yang in the mm-hmm. first race. I like number six, get on the bus. Last time a mile and three race was just a little too far. The race before at a flat mile, she was really, really finishing well. I think the mile and eighth is going to be perfect for her. Training well coming into the race, and again, a, a stalker with some pace to set her up. At six to one on the morning line, to me, she's the value. Number six, get on the bus. Race number one, Santa Anita. Well, we're going to do that, John. We're going to get on the bus and get a winner in the first race, one o'clock post time. The six, get on the bus. John Lindo's play, two dollar ROI, two to win on the six. You guys created a Sirocco play for me. So on well, the let's fir- get the money. So in the first race, it's four six six four for me, but your selection is the six. In the first race at Santa Anita, John Lindo's Lindo report for all of Santa Anita, all of Keeneland, with all the selections, the selected pick fours in each, and, of course, all the goodies at the bottom, available right now exclusively at the uh, South Point Racebook. And I guess uh, the British Champions Day is going on uh, across the pond? Yeah, they've just finished up the card, and uh, you know, Mistriff was beaten. A seal away was the upset winner of the champion stakes, mm-hmm. and the undefeated Baid beat Palace Pier in the Queen Elizabeth II over there. That yeah. was their mile race. Yeah. Uh, very Two very good horses, but I understand that both winners right now are not looking at the Breeders' Cup. All right. Well, thanks a lot, uh, John. We will talk to you tomorrow, and uh, let's get that uh, Sirocco play home. 
All right. Good luck today. All right. You got him, my man, Jerry J. Good morning. Good morning. Boy, mischief got beat. Yeah, how about he's that? Some, That's boy, a, he's some horse. Yeah, it sure is. All right, the uh, the power pages today for Belmont and Santa Anita available right now at all the station casino race books. The power pages for Belmont and Santa Anita, and I'll get a Belmont and Santa Anita pick from you. Go. You're actually going to get two Belmont pl- plays to me because you know I'm just another guy giving up Plum Ali in the sixth race. Yeah, I know everybody's got that horse. Loves so it. you know, my uh, just quickly the horse, the Philly one, the Miss Grillo was undefeated as a two year old and hasn't come back to form, but. We're all seeing that the last race was, you know, pretty buried, and she came home pretty nicely. Okay. So, anyway, I like the six also, and I'll play the six over the three, five, seven, do reverses in the sixth race. But for, to give you guys an extra play today, let's go to the fifth race. All right. All uh, right, a little bonus. Yeah. And uh, number four. Show uh, me the honey. Show me the honey, yeah, for uh, Michelle Nevin. Carmouche is up. Uh-huh. Um, Loving this horse actually quite a bit. Ten to one on the morning line is okay. what attracts me so much. I think it's a natural four to one shot. So I like number four mm-hmm. in the fifth race. Show me the honey. Yeah. I'll play the four with the three, five, nine, and ten. And uh, for those of you who like to play rolling doubles, you might play from the fifth to the sixth, a four, six rolling double. Right, the four, six. In the fifth race, you like the four over three, five, nine, ten reverse. And in the sixth race, you like the uh, six over the three, five, seven, and reverse. Santa Anita. Okay, we're going to go to the fifth race. We'll leave the first race to those guys, although I do have a very nice play in that race as well. It agrees with either Richie or with the John. Okay. But um, in the fifth race, I like Zydeco Mama with Joe Bravo. And one of the reasons I like this play is the switch to Joe Bravo, who's got wonderful hands. This was a little bit keen, and if he can get the if okay. he can get this filly to just settle down a little bit, uh-huh. I think we're going to see a much better finish. I think she's very sharp right now, so I'm I'm liking this play. There's plenty of value okay. in it. Um, so we're going to play the sevens. I deco mama win in place, and then play the seven over the one three nine two hour reverses. But the seven in the fifth—that's our feature play. In All right, the seven uh, fifth race number seven is uh, Jerry's play. The seven over one three nine and reverse two dollar ROI two to win on the seven in the uh, fifth race at Santa Anita. And of course, we butted it right up against the music again. But you and Jonathan Hardoon gave me the second Sirocco play of the day. Jonathan comes with the nine, so I got the seven nine nine seven in the fifth race. So you, got, you guys are giving me material. <laughs> We're trying to help. All right. One more thing to say. Say it. Have a great race day, everybody.